Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. This is T1, a.k.a. Tony Belser, representing Atlanta, Georgia, riding high in the sky on board Flight 785. Flight 785 in the house once again. It is a new year, 2024, guys. We are at 2024 already. My name is Ken Yan, a.k.a. Dutch Chocolate. You know how I get down. And I'm here with my lovely lady friend, Carrie. How are we doing? Doing fantastic. She is doing fantastic, guys. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You all know that. Welcome aboard. We are in Cedar Crest South here in Southeast Texas. It is a good look, guys. This is the show where I grab a couple news stories and we chop it up to see what is happening and how we feel about what is going on in the world today. Is that how we do it, Carrie? It is. Fantastic, guys. I am psyched. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. And guys, at the very top of the show, I always like to let you all know that I have what you call diplomatic immunity. What that means is I may some say some things that may ruffle some feathers, guys. I may ruffle some you feathers. Think? It happens, okay? <laughs> it's going to be okay. It will be all right, I guarantee. So at the top of the show, I always have also have to tell you guys that you need to hit me up on my socials. Flight 785, it is just that easy. Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, that's where you will find me or send me a note. Flight 785 podcast at gmail.com. It is just that easy, Carrie. Just that easy. So, guys, we always have to hit you up with the flight plan on what we're going to talk about. So, Carrie, you've got a story uh, for us. What do you got for us? Yes, I thought I'd help you out this week. It's been a long, busy week. Um, We're going to discuss a story about some stray dogs that landed in the doghouse. All right. That sounds good. We're also going to talk about an incident at the Bass Pro Shops. We're going to talk about a what a Harvard-trained etiquette coach has to say about certain situations. And we'll get into learn something, right? What, we, yes. what do we have in learn something? Learn something is going to be about uh, new inventions that are coming in the future for 2024. I see. I see. And then we get into the final segment, which is M-I-V-A hole. We check and see someone has a question and they want to know, if they are a bad person regarding something or a situation that happened with them. So just settle in, sit tight. It will be a good time. So Carrie, are you ready? I am ready. All right, we're going to have you start it off. What do we got? So I know you and I have been following this story because it's a local story here in Houston. There are some stray dogs that landed in the doghouse after causing an estimated 350k in damage to cars at the Houston dealership. Is that right? Yes. To our surprise, a pair of stray dogs have landed in the doghouse after being caught on video, causing more than a quarter million dollars worth of damage at a Houston car dealership. One dog described as a bull terrier mix was captured in early December, and the second, whose bred 
breed was not immediately known was caught December 31st. Both dogs are being held by the Houston Animal Control Shelter. The dogs were captured on surveillance video, scratching the paint, tearing the bumpers off the vehicles in the lot at G Motors, according to the manager. I see. They caused an estimated 350K in damage. The finance sales manager has contacted Bark, the B-A-R-C-K, um, when the attacks happened, um, they believe to let the dogs live there. Now, what exactly is Bark? I believe it's a shelter for dogs that do not have homes, and they're trying to find these dogs I some see. homes. I see. All right. They believe the dogs entered the lot by stray because of stray cats that were hanging around under the cars. I see. The sales manager said we had never seen something like this with dogs attacking cars and causing such damage. So those cats must have really pissed off the dogs. <laughs> I, see. I see. He also said, I was I just wanted all my customers to know that everything is taken care of and know we feel for these dogs to be honest. They're in good hands and can be adopted. So anybody that wants to adopt them, feel free. Whatever the city of Houston wants to do with the other dog because there's an update on one dog. They call him Dasher since this happened over the Christmas holidays. He was deemed healthy enough and shows no sign of aggression. So he is adoptable just to let everybody know. But you know what? Bark is still evaluating the other dog. I see. I see. (laughs) So let me get this straight. So you have a car dealership in Houston. Yes. You have dogs that just came into the dealership in the middle of the night and just started tearing up the cars. Is that what we're saying? That's here? what I'm saying. Oh, hell no. It looked like crazy mayhem. I see. Scratching, tearing. Just, I I didn't know they could have that strength. Yes, yes. So the dogs <laughs> did what they want to do. Okay. Yes, they, those they, cats must have been their true I'm going to tell you something. Houston is a different animal. Houston altogether is a different city you have dogs they don't care they just roll into a dealership and just start tearing up tearing up vehicles so who's going to volunteer to to adopt these dogs that have done all this damage worth a million dollar you know over half a million dollars worth of damage is that going to fall on the owners now Catch me outside. How about that? The dogs don't care. The okay? dogs don't the end care. Of the day, but the humans need to make good choices. The dogs about this. do not care about any of that. Okay? They do not care about any of that. The dogs are going to do what the dogs are going to do. But we need to move on. We need to move on. Mm-hmm. So we have something that happened at a good job, Gary. Good job. We have something Thank that happened you. at a bass pro shop. Okay, so, you know, Bass Pro Shop is that, you know, that huge sporting goods store. Yes. You know, they have all types of Where things there. Where you can there. fish inside the store. Yes, they have, they have fish tanks. They have all kinds of stuff, fishing gear, hunting gear, all that type of stuff they have at the Bass Pro Shops. I don't think you can fish in the store, can you? Uh, no, but they have that. They have, you know, all kinds they of stuff They do have there. fish tank, though. Right, right. They do. Yes. <laughs> so here's what happened. A man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, stripped down to his birthday suit, and plunged into the giant aquarium inside the store, police said. (laughs) I don't understand. His vacation resort. I don't understand it. My question is this could only happen where in the South? (laughs) 
diplomatic immunity, okay? If you live in the South, do not come for me, okay? If you live in the South, do not come for me, okay? I live right? in the South. I'm coming for you. The 42... <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't do that. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. We'll discuss Th- this after the This isn't the that podcast. type of... You know what? Oh, my. George and I get out of here. It's not either. this type of show, okay? It's not this type of show, okay? Let's just stay on task, okay? There's this, some dogs I need you to adopt this for your or, punishment. No, this ordeal <laughs> happened Thursday night in front of shock shoppers in the town just outside of Birmingham. It's called Leeds, Alabama. Leeds is also where Charles Barkley is from. Mm-hmm. So the 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. He then left the water to yell at two officers. Then he dove back into the aquarium. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Yes. The man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor below. Police then apprehended him, said the news site AI.com. He faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly conduct, and criminal mischief. The man was in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. So, Carrie, I ask you, what say you? Sounds what like is they going need on? more swimming pools down south. No, that's not what it sounds like. It does. Okay, that it sounds not- like people are needing extra special places to swim. No, what it is is you have these people... Okay, they get all sauced up on stuff. And the They're next on thing crack? It, well, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said. What I said is... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Well, Rick James said that. Rick James said that. Gotcha. I, I, I digress. But that is what happened in Leeds, Alabama. And we're moving on. So you have an etiquette. You know, etiquette. A etiquette coach. Yes. He's an etiquette trained, you know... Harvard-trained mm-hmm. etiquette coach. Yes. And he says, this is how to tell someone that they've got your name wrong without making it awkward. Okay. So this Harvard-trained etiquette expert, her name is Sarah Jane Ho. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she prides herself on making uncomfortable situations like this feel manageable. Okay. Okay. So, so when someone, you know, doesn't get your name right, they don't pronounce it correctly. Right. She says, when you correct someone... You don't have to dwell on it, she says. You want to get going and move on. Okay. So here's Ho's step-by-step guide. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when someone mentions your name wrong, Gary, you wait for a pause in the conversation. You don't interrupt them mid-sentence. You wait until there's a natural lull or it's your turn to proceed. Mm -hmm. You also use a non-judgmental voice. Okay. The most important thing is your tone, Ho says. When you lose your cool, it's just the beginning of negativity that spirals. But Uh if you keep your tone neutral, matter of fact, then it won't be offensive. You can even pat them on the arm to further demonstrate you're not upset. Uh Uh-huh. An also thing you can do is tell them it's a common mistake, whether it is or is not. Uh Uh-huh. Ho suggests saying something like, it's actually pronounced whatever, right? But don't worry, it happens all the time. Uh-huh. This doesn't actually have to be true. Even if they are the only one who says your name wrong, just make it seem like they're not, so they don't feel singled out. And then the fourth thing you do is you change the subject. Then you quickly redirect the conversation to something else. In a small, informal group, you could try to make a joke or compliment one of the people there. You just don't want the conversation to end on that note of correction. Uh-huh. 
So what do you think about what Ho had to say? It sounds like a lot of work. You know what I think? You know what I think? I think Ho is tripping. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. What do you suggest be done? I'm going to tell you right now. When I introduce myself to someone and I tell them my name, I expect them not to screw it up. Mm -hmm. Okay? I say it slowly. Yes. Okay? So people do not mess it up. But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through all these steps if they say it wrong. Uh-huh. Okay. What I'm going to do is as soon as they say it wrong, I'm going to immediately with the G, I'm going to immediately correct them. Uh-huh. Even if they're, you know, in mid sentence, I'm going to correct them. Yeah. You have to nip it in the bud. Uh-huh. Okay. Then that makes people not want to say your name. Really? You think so? But I do the same thing cuz right. they'll call me Sherry, Karen, Oh, they'll call you, you know what? Carolyn. Yeah, right, right. And then what do you say? I say, no, no, it's Carrie. You say, no, no, it's Carrie. Do you say that? Sherry? Do you say that? You say Karen? Uh I said, no, Carrie. This is what I say. And then they say, like, the movie, and I say, no, I've never seen that. Right, right. So what I say (laughs) is when I tell them my name, Uh later on, if they mess it up, I say, no, it's Kenyan. Okay. It's Kenyan. It's Kenyan. Okay. Uh-huh. And when they still mess it up, I say, you know what I tell them? I say, listen, this is what I need you to do. I need you to open your ear holes. Okay. <laughs> open your ear holes. <laughs> Are you an English as a second language student? I've heard, no? I've heard you not, tell then- people that were hard of hearing. Just say Ken. No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> Even not, though you hate it. That's not But those how we are do the it. people you only see once or twice in your life. That's not how we do it. I just tell you're, them, you're open like, your ear holes. I they them, don't have an IQ to comprehend the no, situation. No, I tell them, I tell them, open your ear holes. Okay, listen to what I have to say. This is my name. But I digress. Or we that's only to... so we can get our table clicker a- and there's no argument. <laughs> a- absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know what they say. Okay, you don't want to screw up. You don't want to let this you know, this continue with them continually saying your name wrong. Correct. Okay. That's the wrong answer. But we need to move on, Carrie. All we right, need Kenan, to move on. I feel for you. Thank you. Thank you. We need to move on into the next item. That is learn something. What are we learning today? Carrie? So we're gonna learn about the new future technologies and ideas that are about to change our world in twenty twenty four. Is that right? Yes. These okay. ideas were presented by BBC.com, so you know they're good, right? Right, right. Okay. What do you think neurobotics is? Neurobotics? Yes. I have never heard of that in my life. Okay, well, you're about to hear what happens with neurobiotics. All right. It's turning dead things into robotics. This technology is being studied at Houston's very own Rice University. So researchers are able to turn a dead spider into a robot-like gripping material so that people can grip better. I see. Okay, it's about to get even better. E-skin. This could help us hug long-distance friends. It is a way sharing a sense or touch across a long distance. It is a wired self-e-skin developed by a University of Hong Kong. This is done by Bluetooth mechanical vibrations that mimic the initial movements. This system could be used to fill each other over long distance, says the researchers. Oh my. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is not that type of show, Gary. Well, I don't know what's going on here. Hang uh, on. This is the first show of 2024. 
I don't know what's going you, on. You know how when you sit in a chair that is linked to a video game, this is what I'm thinking it is. I, I don't play like, video games, but please. And continue. the chair vibrates and moves. So I'm thinking these are sensors that you put on your body. And then, oh my. <laughs> listen, you know what? All right, I've we'll start... just have to we'll we'll have to evolve and see how this. I've got to start screening. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have my team start screening your learn subjects because I don't like where this is going. I don't like it one bit. All right, we're gonna move on to the next. Yes, one. I think we should. Have you heard of Smelly VR? Oh my! George Sakai, get the hell out of the studio. Okay, I don't okay. know what you're doing here. I don't like where this is going at all. The Carrie. City University of Hong Kong yes. also recently invented the olfactory feedback system. In other words, virtual reality movements that let you smell stuff. This will take Food Network to a whole new level. Is that right? Yes. Can't okay. wait for that one. Yes, absolutely. All absolutely. Right. What about brain reading robots? Are you into this? I am not. <laughs> I am so not. at the Swiss Federal of Technology, this is to help uh, tetraplegic patients. These are patients that cannot move their upper or lower bodies to have a robotic arm perform simple tasks like moving an obstacle. Now that might work. That might work. Yes. In the future, maybe the brain will be able to signal a wheelchair to wherever they would like to go. Okay. That might work. Okay. You're on to that one. Yes. I'm on board with that All one. All right. What about 3D printed bones or food? I'm not on board at all. I'm what? not on board for 3D printed bones okay, or food. Okay, maybe when I explain it, you might be. Okay. The bones, I understand. But food, I guess, the ingredient cheesecake would be... So, you know, if you did a 3D printed bone, let's say you broke the tip of your thumb. All right. They could go and scan your thumb, 3D scan, and then they create a plastic part to put on the tip of your thumb so at least visually you could see the thumb it may not move the same but it would still be taking the spot of that thumb okay yes okay better than nothing right right but food i just don't understand so they've created seven ingredients for a cheesecake using inks and then cook it to perfection so in the future it may be used uh, maybe useful for a dietary restriction diet. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't know about that one. Ain't nobody got time for that. That <laughs> does not sound healthy at all. All right, we got two more. Yes. So I know you you have one solution for everything that's broke, and what is it? What do you mean one solution? If, I, if I, a bone is broke, a tooth is broke. What what is your solution? Well, you got to drink milk, okay? You have to drink milk. Everybody no, that's knows. That's not what you always say. Everybody knows that drinking milk and calcium builds healthy bones. We've been told about that for years. No, you his solution your... is just put some cock in it. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, he says, can't they just put minute, some please. cock in it? No, like no, some no, glue listen. cock? Okay, cock. Listen. Oh, my. Listen. Listen. This is like, not that like type the of show. C A U L K cock. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm having this show may never see the light of day. So you may be on to something, honey. This show I'm here to help may, you. Put some cock on it. Okay, that's, that's what you always tell me. That is what me. you have to tell me. This is what you're saying no, to the people. No, that's what you tell me. This is what we're the first show of 2024, and you're talking about put some cock in. It. All right, let, it's cock. C a u l k. So let's yes. So let's see. Self healing living concrete has to do with your cock idea. Okay, are you okay, ready to hear just, this? Let's talk. Let's, let's correlate just, all this. Okay, together. let's just stop, stop talking about my <laughs> cock idea. I don't, I don't like this at all. I don't like where this is going. The show is going downhill fast. I was not fast. going to talk about that. All right. Scientists have developed what they call living concrete by using sand, gel, and bacteria. This building material has structural load-bearing functions that is capable of self-healing and is more environmentally friendly than concrete. Did you know that concrete is the second most consumed material on Earth after water? I did not. So the University of Colorado Boulder believes their work paves the way for the future building structures that could heal their own cracks, suck up dangerous toxins from the air, and even glow on command. Is that right? So a new cock slash sand concrete could be coming your way soon okay thank you (laughs) all right lastly can we get done with this i i know you and i have been asking how can we go on a long road trip with a battery operated car right right correct so penn state university has came up with a way to charge an electric car in 10 minutes is that right? Yes. They say it can be done by heating the battery up to 60 degrees Celsius for just 10 minutes, then cooling the lithium to ambient temperatures. That way, heat damage would not would be avoided. Using thin nickel foil, it creates an electrical current that heals that heats in 30 seconds to warm the inside of the battery and using the cooling system in the car to cool the battery. So this is supposed to be the solution to electric cars. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Well, ten for that, minutes okay? is a lot better than a couple hours. I can fill up. I can <laughs> if I need to go on a trip. I can go right down to my local gas station. I can go yes. right down to my local Exxon and fill up my 1998 Nissan Altima and don't have to worry about heating up batteries and lithium and all that craziness. So you're saying you're not going with. The 2024 invention change. I'm not of the on world. board. I am not on board. The future technology of your world I'm is not, coming soon. I'm not on board with <laughs> electric cars. I'm not. But at you, all. you are about e skin. No, no, I'm not. not, 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 not you don't want to fill a okay, hug okay, from thank long you. distance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're on board flight 785. All right, we need to get to the final segment. It is called Am I the A-Hole? And what it is is we are going to pull, so I'm going to pull something out from the interwebs, and someone wants to know, are they a bad person regarding a situation that came up? So, Carrie, are you ready? I'm ready. Here it is. My wife and I are both 32. Since we got married and moved in together five months ago, my wife has simply not made nearly enough food for me. This is not a kind of situation where I'm constantly agitated at her for incompetence or anything like that. I would be more than happy to microwave a burrito. I would be more than happy to whip up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but I can't. My wife has every single night of our marriage done the same thing. She'd make me a tiny dinner. 
I'm talking like a Chinese chicken salad with 30 grams of chicken and 10 leaves of lettuce arranged fashionably with dressing. When I finish eating, I'm still hungry because for a 230-pound man who works a physical labor job, it's not enough food. Oh, no. This is, you know what? I'm already upset, okay? I'm already upset about what is going on. So he says, at first, I tried to openly communicate with her, but she always took it horribly. She would adopt a thousand-yard stare and then begin talking about how incompetent she is and how she can't even make her husband a proper dinner. I try to calm her down with, oh, honey, that's not the case. I just eat too much. Or don't worry about it. I can make a bit more. I try to be overwhelmingly positive. It never happened or never helped. She would always just get incredibly disappointed in herself and cry and or take it out on me. Then she would make the exact same amount of food the following day. Oh, hell no. After the communication route failed, I tried to eat her dinners as is. It became hard to sleep at night due to hunger, and I lost seven pounds in the first month. Oh, hell no. Well, that's a good thing. No, it's not. Don't do that. Don't do that. Eventually, I figured out my own system. On my way home from work, I start swinging by a fast food restaurant and getting myself a burger. I would basically pregame her meals with some more calories. I figured it was a win-win as to what she doesn't know can't hurt her, and I could have my fill of food. I would eat on my way home, walk in the door, pick up the salad or quinoa or homemade mac and cheese she made, compliment her for her delicious cooking, and later dispose of the wrappers discreetly. Two days ago, I was on my way home and in line at a drive-thru. My mother-in-law was coming out of the restaurant. She ran over and greeted me. I asked her in a humorous way not to tell her daughter where she saw me because oh, she no. would take it badly. And she agreed. But then she narked on me anyway. I got home to a furious wife who demanded details. When I provided the truth, she got angry and legitimately upset, Carrie. She got legitimately epic failure set. I'm not good at handling confrontation. I feel like I betrayed my wife in some type of way. Was I wrong here? Yes. Oh, no. This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. We need to dissect this, Carrie. We need to dissect this and figure out, is he the a-hole? Now, I'm going to go with you, Carrie. What do you say here? I am for the wife. You are. Of course you because are. Because the man epically failed. How how did he epically fail? Number one, maybe she wants him to eat healthier and she wants him to live a longer life. And B, the man screwed up by asking the mother-in-law to lie for him. Oh, this That also, was an epic fail uh, there. Oh, right. Right. So if he's right. going to go along with his little game of eating na- bad food for him, nasty bad food for him before dinner, right. he could have at least said, I'm taking food over to a sick buddy. This was so, so lie again to make a different lie then. <laughs> but at least it well, wasn't this, him this asking. AI, yeah. the, then, he'd, then he'd be out of the the whole situation about him eating the food. Well, this this MI the a hole was signed by uh, someone named Ken in Houston. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> but I digress. So well, you're telling me, you know, you're telling if the me the shoe fits. Okay, don't do that. So you're telling me that he you, is. He I is need wrong to check my this. credit card receipt. He is wrong for this. You're telling me he's wrong for this. Yes. Okay. I'm wrong. gonna tell you right now. 
I'm gonna tell you right now, this gentleman is not because she's still gonna feel like a failure if he's not losing weight because on she her is, healthy food. She is a failure. It's not about losing weight. And she's she's gonna be like, I know he's eating a fattening lunch. First I know all, it. This has because I'm feeding him healthy breakfast. I'm feeding him healthy dinner. Yeah, but this doesn't have now. Any, I'm hot this since it's Ken in Houston. This doesn't have anything to do with being healthy. What it has to do is that he is not getting the amount of calories he needs because he, he works. He better a, eat more carrots. He 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 has a very tough job. He has a very tough, strenuous job, uh-huh. and he's not getting the calories that he needs to get. That is the issue here. Okay? okay, it's not about she wants him to be healthy. She's not making him enough food. She okay. he has told her, "I need you to make more food," uh-huh. and she has refuseth. She so he can make a bigger pre- salad. You know what he needs to do? I'm tired of this. What he needs to do is this. A bigger salad. He needs to get rid of her, okay? At the end of the day, diplomatic immunity, I don't care if you're upset, okay? He needs to get rid of her. This is ridiculous. With this okay? whole scheme, she may be getting rid of him right now. This gentleman <laughs> works a tough labor job, okay? Uh, he comes uh-huh. home, and she is not feeding him enough calories. I hear He you. has expressed to her, I'm not getting enough calories. And You're she's stressing still, out about she this. She still is not giving him the calories that he needs. So he goes in pregames. He uh-huh. goes to Burger King or wherever. He gets a burger, and then he comes home. You know who the villain in this whole story is? The mother-in-law. The mother-in-law <laughs> is the villain in this story, okay? Because she should not have went and snitched to her daughter by saying, you know, that he was, she caught him at a fast food place getting something to eat. This is ridiculous. So what I'm hearing is the salad that I've prepared for you for lunch is not going to be adequate. Listen, don't make this about you. It's okay? lunch. Don't, it's don't, not dinner. Don't, don't make this about you. What I will tell you is this is not a relationship podcast, but this is ridiculous. I believe this gentleman needs to have a sit this woman down and tell her, listen, you need to give me more food because if you don't, there's going to be a problem. Okay. That's what he needs to do. Maybe he needs to use his 10 fingers and his 10 toes to fix his own meal. You know what? Don't do that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time okay, for that. Okay, we're, we're done. We're done. I'm done with this. Gary, do you have any, any final thoughts? Do you have any final thoughts? We're not even going to do anything else. Do I've you learned have... to love my spouse as he is, and I wish you all to do the same what is that in supposed 2024. To be? What is that supposed to be? Diplomatic immunity for 2024. What is that supposed to be? What is that? What, are, what do you mean? You, I don't have to explain the, you, because you, you this learned, is the year of I, my diplomatic I, community. I feel attacked. I feel attacked. I'm done. I'm done. I feel attacked. We're going to shut this thing down right now. I'm going to leave you all with this. Cherish the friends who love seeing you get excited about the things you love. And don't see your successes as a threat. The ones who appreciate your authentic expression challenge you, inspire you, and stand by you when confidence wanes. The ones who lift you higher, those are your tribe. That is real talk. We will see you guys in two weeks. We love y'all. You're on board flight 785. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs>